Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. If this is what Zion is going to be when he is healthy, dear God, the Pelicans are going to be a problem for a lot of teams out west. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That's where you can watch us. Canty, what is up? What's up is Zion Williamson. You saw what happened last night against the Brooklyn Nets. My goodness. It looks like I was playing with my brother's kids. That's what Zion looked like going against KD and company. It was unbelievable, man. Throwing elbows, knocking kids over, looking like you know Adam Sandler and Billy Madison playing dodgeball. It's unbelievable, man. Guy is special. Well, we get to that in just a moment. We get to so much, including who's got buyer's remorse in the NFL, not just on coaches, but on players as well. All of that is on the way. Let's roll. Here we go. Only one place to start. And that is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Chris, if Zion Williamson is going to be this, the New Orleans Pelicans with Brandon Ingram, with C.J. McCollum, with an incredibly deep bench, are easily a top-four team in the Western Conference, and it completely changes the dynamic of what's going on out there. There are so many things to love about him, and to me, the most important number this year is 65. If Zion Williamson can play 65 games for the Pelicans and stay relatively healthy through the playoffs— there is no reason to think they can't be a Western Conference Finals team. No question about it. I mean, Zion might be the most unstoppable force in the entire NBA. And I know that there are a think lot of great that. players How many games has he league. played? How many exactly. games has he played? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, going back to a couple of years ago when we actually saw him healthy and playing the most amount of games he had in his pro career, you could tell that this guy was special. He was dominant on the interior. But here's the deal, Carlin. I don't know that we've seen a player like him. There's no comp. For Zion Williamson, when you go through the annals of NBA history, there just isn't. The closest comparison that you can come up with is Shaquille O'Neal, but the guy can handle the ball on the perimeter. And, Carlin, I look at the stat line last night for Zionson. Zion, 25 points, nine boards, four steals, but he was more dominant than that. Like, you could see his playmaking ability, being able to facilitate, getting the ball to other guys in their spots where they could then score, being able to be a presence defensively. This kid is special, man. It, it, it takes this Pelicans team to a different level. And dare I say, if he stays healthy for 60-plus games, you're talking about the Pels being a top-four team in the Western Conference. Well, look, it may all feel like the overreaction. You know, we talk about overreaction Monday in the NFL, and this might be overreaction off of one game, but it's really not because we have seen Zion over at least, you know, a 20-25 game period where he's going to average 27 He's going to do a a lot of good things. But now I I look back, Chris, and I look at the 
the decision to go and make the trade that got them C.J. McCollum, mm-hmm. and, man, that makes all the difference in the world. Is there a more perfect player for Williamson to be playing with when he has Brandon Ingram than C.J. McCollum right now? It gives them exactly the dynamic that they need, and then they draft Trey Murphy, who in his debut goes out and has 16. Well, think about the length that you have in your front court, Carlin. You got Zion, you got Brandon Ingram, and you got Jonas Valanciunas. I mean, think how many yeah. teams can match up against that type of length? And Not then you talk about C.J. McCollum being in the backcourt. You got Alvarado, and you've got um, your boy Devontae Graham, who came over from the Charlotte Hornets. This is a deep team. They got a lot of guys that can fill it up. And you think about who's coming off of the bench with Jackson Hayes and Larry Nance Jr. They have a lot. They're, they're a team that goes eight, nine deep, Carlin. And that's why you should feel good about what the Pels are doing. And look how dominant they were last night. That game was never in doubt. No. They had a 20-point lead in the first quarter. The game was never in doubt. They boat raced the Brooklyn Nets, a team that a lot of people think has a potential to come out of the Eastern Conference and get to the finals. Let me tell you something. If the, if the Pelicans are as good as we think they can be, I mean, and you're talking about the Brooklyn Nets being a team that's a title contender, then what are we going to say about the Pelicans? Yeah. What does that say about it? If the Brooklyn Nets are a true title contender, where does that put the New Orleans Pelicans? Because last night when you watched that game, I mean, look, the Pels led by as many as 26 points, Carlin, and this is a team that is relentless in terms of their approach. Like, And it's led by Zion and Brandon Ingram, but think about this. They dominated in second-chance points yesterday against the Brooklyn Nets. 36 second-chance points to the Brooklyn Nets' nine. Nuts. That's, in, that's insane. That's insane to think that they could be that dominant, but it all starts with Zion Williamson. Because he does, I mean, relentless is an excellent word. He plays with a relentlessness when he is out there and healthy. Here he is on being back. Man, I kept, talk, I kept looking at T's phone like, look how God worked. It's crazy. Uh, album Ready to Die changed my life. I'll be in BK, and when they was doing the national anthem, just kind of looked up at the flag, and I said, oh, I got a big poster up there. I, I, I can't go outside now. <laughs> but um, just simply playing the game I love and I didn't get to play for a long time, just it was a breath of fresh air. Now, there's another guy who didn't play for a long time. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny <laughs> on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Ben Simmons' net debut, about as expected. Mm. Three shots he took, four points, and really nothing that would light you up. Chris, I know what Ben Simmons is at his best, but it's a little tough to take. And, And I think this clip kind of sums up Ben Simmons and what he is about to me. I think I was just too excited, honestly. Um, but it was just great to be out there. You know, as a first game, obviously you want to win, but we know the reasons we lost. There's was, was multiple reasons we lost, and um, those are things we can fix. You know, we know that's not us as a team. I think, you know, there's a lot of jitters out there early on, but it was good to get that one out of the way. I think I was just too excited. And then we know, <laughs> we, we know why we lost. We, we could fix that easily enough. This is going to be an amazing train wreck to watch all season long. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so good. Yeah. I mean, Chris, think about the fact that before the game, they handed Kyrie Irving a microphone and said, go talk to the crowd, fire them up, get them going. It's almost like they were saying to the crowd, here's our resident nut bar. He's going to be out there and speaking for us. We're going to prove to you that he's just fine. 
Yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> that didn't work out at all. And, and here's here's what I will too. say about Ben Simmons. We, we all know that he's limited offensively. He's more of a facilitator than a scorer. But the thing that made the Ben Simmons acquisition last year interesting in projecting what Brooklyn could be when he's back on the court is how that would impact them defensively. Yeah. They allowed the New Orleans Pelicans to drop 130 on yeah. opening night on their court. They're awful defensively, Carlin. They're not any better. And if you can't improve defensively, then how are you going to deal with the upper echelon teams in the Eastern Conference? You're not going to be That's able to. That's my point. How are you going to manage against the Boston Celtics and the Sixers, teams of that elk? You're not – the Milwaukee Bucks, for God's sakes. You're not going to be able to handle that. Carlin, 26 points off of 16 turnovers. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. That can't happen. Ben Simmons, how the hell are you minus 26 in 23 minutes? That's awful. Chris, this is my biggest knock with Simmons is that so much is made of the shooting thing. And and I joke about it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It is what it, we we know this, okay? This is just not going to be part of his game. And at some point everybody's just going to have to accept that. Yeah. But he does do other things at an elite level. Sure. He does pass the basketball at an elite level. He's a great rebounder. The defensive thing is what's really going to bug me because he is a great defender when he wants to be. I don't know what well, I guess last he's got night a mo- was. I guess he's got a motivator cuff issue. I, I don't know because I mean, because it, that's tell, tell what me, threw tell, me off Tell me the where most. his defense was on Brandon Ingram and it, it Zion wasn't, Williamson. It wasn't, and that's I mean, what you're talking about. Me those two most. guys combining for 53 points. That's why there was no defense against those dudes. That is why he is such a maddening player to watch play he should be doing those kinds of things and he prides himself on that in theory but i didn't see a lot of it last night we could talk about it being one game if you want guys you you want to treat it that way that's totally well you know why we gotta talk about it with this kind of urgency carlin is because brooklyn is such a combustible situation coming into this season steve nash on the hot seat kd had a trade request in the offseason Kyrie Irving didn't get the money that he was looking for on the open market, so he opted in, knowing that he probably doesn't want to be here long term. All of Ben Simmons, him being back after having mental health issues and the fiasco that took place down in Philadelphia, all of these mixed into one, it feels like it's a, a powder cake. And if things don't go well early for the Brooklyn Nets, then we could talk about a team that has NBA Finals potential from a talent standpoint to be in an organization that decides to strip this thing down. That, that's that's how wide the spectrum is with the Brooklyn Nets. That's, that's not hyperbolic. That's, that's the reality of where that franchise is. I don't know that we've ever seen anything like this before. So we said that about Brooklyn and we're saying that about Zion. It's amazing. <laughs> In completely uh, divergent situations. Yeah. It's amazing. Can Can't, I say one thing about Zion real please. quick? 22 shot attempts, none of them outside of the restricted area. They can't stop him from getting to the rim. They can't this, stop him. Here's what you're hearing <laughs> They right cannot now. stop him. You are hearing the beginning of a love affair that Chris Canty is going to have him. with his game him. all season long. Listen, I love this kid when he was at Spartanburg Day. Yep. Like, that's how dominant he was. People were, were, were basically a part of their holiday was watching him play in holiday tournaments, Christmas tournaments, because that's how good he was in upstate South Carolina. This kid is amazing. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits, 
Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. The last thing we ever want to do in any situation is overreact, even though we joke about overreaction Monday in the NFL and overreaction to game one in the NBA. Meanwhile, game one of the ALDS last night. Is it already over? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Canty and Carlin. In for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, we are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app as well. Astros take a one nothing lead in the ALCS last night. Justin Verlander was Justin Verlander. Did get a little help along the way. That, that strike zone was expanding some for Justin Verlander, and perhaps a little bit on the low side as well. But nonetheless, the Yankees find themselves in a hole right away. So... Is the series over? Aaron Boone, a little frustrated with the fact that they had their opportunities early. You know, I thought early we had our chances. You know, I don't think he was real sharp early, but then he kind of he dialed it in, you know, and started really executing, staying away from trouble. Uh, I thought he spun the ball really well. Again, we feel like we we're on the verge of kind of breaking through there early against him and just just couldn't quite do it. And then he kind of settled in in those middle innings and, and, and pitched really well. Look. The Astros are just a better team. And I'm trying to come up with scenarios where the Yankees win this series. And, and there are some. My problem, though, is that just in every way, the Astros just look so much more comfortable in their own skin 
in the postseason, Chris, it, it, it almost feels like it's just an everyday thing for them at this point. Well, I think they do have a psychological advantage over the Yankees because Minute Maid Park has been a shop of horrors, and the LCS is going to dictate that the Yankees have to win one on the road, and that's not something that's easily done uh, in the Aaron Boone era thing. So I'm concerned about this because of what we saw last night, particularly with the at-bat quality from the Yankees. You had 17 strikeouts to the Astros, two strikeouts. The biggest disparity in any postseason game in Major League Baseball history. That's a problem, Carlin. Like, I, I just, this, this Yankees lineup has been notorious for having a lot of swing and miss, especially when they're facing better pitching in the postseason, and it feels like it's that same old story again. And so that's what I'm concerned with, with how this team is able to, you know, scratch together runs. You look at the first three innings, Verlander didn't have his best stuff. It took him 45 pitches to get through the first two innings, Carlin. The Yankees had multiple base runners in each of the first three innings and were able to scratch across one run. That's the Harrison Bader home run. That's a problem. Like, they've got to do a better job of, number one, creating traffic and then taking advantage of when you get men on the bags. And they didn't do that last night. No. And that's ultimately what told the story. Now, that being said, you had a chance in the eighth inning against Rafael Montero. Yep. And it didn't work out for you. Yep. Like, that was that was a situation where Matt Carpenter came up small. Now, it's hard to fault a guy that hadn't played a lot of baseball in the last two months. You could fault the guy that put him in the lineup. But that's the point. Yeah. Like, if Brian Cashman puts him in the lineup, this guy has to produce. And that was a big spot last night, especially after Rizzo hit that solo shot. You thought that was the beginning of a rally because that was a two-out hit. And we know how two-out hits can be killers, especially in the playoffs. But the fact that you weren't able to take advantage of that when you got a couple of guys on the bags, Stanton got a base hit. You're talking about um, uh, who was that? Um, Stanton had the base hit, and then uh, that was my guy uh, that got on base. Oh, Donaldson worked the walk. I know how much we love Josh Donaldson. He yeah. works the walk, and then it's the situation where that's Carpenter, why I couldn't answer. He's Carpenter. eminently forget- forgettable with what's no, going no on. No question, but he works the walk, and then you're talking about having two guys on the bags and being down two runs. It's an opportunity with one swing of the bat to change the complete complexion of the game, and you couldn't take advantage of it. That's the problem that I have as a Yankees fan with what's going on. You couple that with the fact that we got question marks in the bullpen, and it doesn't feel great right now. Clark Schmidt gave up a big blast of Yuri Gurriel, and that ends up being the difference in the game. Chris, you touched on something at the very beginning there that I don't think gets enough attention when it comes to the Astros. We have seen from the Jeff Lunau days – what their approach has been with all the analytics, with everything involved there. Mm-hmm. What people really don't pay attention to, how often we have talked about how strikeouts for hitters don't mean anything anymore. No big deal, right? The Astros, you hit it, 17-2. to two. Yeah. The Astros were the second few, or were the team with the second fewest strikeouts in Major League Baseball this year. The teams that put the ball in play analytics be damned, are teams that are having a lot of success over the last few years. So we can talk about the Yankees having a ton of power. They still struck out, what, 200 times more than the Astros did this season. And it shows up in games like last night. It has to be more than just, and it's not even the three-run home run. It's just like they're waiting for the big hit as opposed to trying to make the big hit happen or... Even 
trying to get some fortune to work in their favor because when you make contact, what a concept. When you make contact with the baseball, good things generally can happen. It's nuts. There's no doubt about that. But now you're talking about squandering away an opportunity to get a win where you clearly have a pitching disparity with Tyon going up against Verlander. Verlander hadn't had a postseason win since 2019, Carlin, since 2019. And you had a chance. You had your chances early on. Booney talked about it. And, hell, even Verlander said it in the postgame. He said as he began to make pitches in the middle innings, he started to build up his confidence. Yep. This is a guy that's coming off of a shaky outing where he got knocked around by the Seattle Mariners in the DS. He mm-hmm. did. And now you let that guy build confidence when you could have jumped on him early and got into the Astros' bullpen early. And so, to me, that was a missed opportunity by the Yankees. And when it becomes – a game of bullpens between the two. Oh, it's not close. It's not even close. No. So that's the part that, that that bothers me a little bit as we move through this series. And now we're talking about game two. I don't necessarily feel great about the pitching matchup. Framber Valdez against Luis Severino. I don't feel great about that. Well, listen, Valdez is excellent. With Severino, you need a big-time performance. There, there, there has to be somebody for the Yankees to stay in this series. And when I say stay in it, I mean – legitimately have a chance to extend it to six or seven. They, they have to have one person step up and give them the performance that they're not necessarily expecting. No, there's no question about it, Carlin. And if the Yankees were going to steal one against the Astros in Minute Maid Park, I felt much better about them stealing either game one or game two as opposed to game six or game seven. I, I, I totally agree with that. And I, but my thing is, I, for the Yankees to have a legitimate chance to win this series – they're going to have to win two down there. They're going to have to win two down there. I don't think that they will win all three at Yankee Stadium. I, I just don't see that happening. Well, in the words of Jess Valdez, Jess Mendoza, excuse me, you ain't got a shot. <laughs> I mean, I asked Jess Mendoza that yesterday. She said, I said, give me the good news as a Yankees fan. We got a shot in this. She said, no, you ain't got no shot. It's They're over. a better team. It's over. They're a better team. But I, here's the thing, though, Carlin. There were opportunities in that game. That game was there to be had. Yeah. And you squandered it away. You don't know when the opportunities are going to come. They were early on against Justin Verlander. The Yankees just couldn't make it happen. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And watch on the ESPN app. Be a part of Greeny Nation. On the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Okay. Dak Prescott participated in practice yesterday, starting to look more and more like he's going to be a go this coming week. Canty, we were discussing this a bit yesterday on our show from 3 to 7 every day. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. What Kimberly Martin had to say yesterday on Get Up With You when it comes to Dak Prescott and how it ties into Something in the past. Maybe I'm scarred from last season when I saw Russell Wilson go through a similar situation. Um, Russell, it was the finger. It was supposed to be six to eight weeks. He came back, you know, after four games. And I covered that game at Lambeau against the Packers, and he looked terrible. He did not look right. Now, I'm not saying this is the same situation as Dak. My fear is I would rather err on the side of caution. If Dak is 100% healthy and he is not just this is not just dr jerry jones saying that he's healthy if he is 100 healthy he should play but if he's like 85 90 what is the worst thing 
What's so terrible about giving him one more week? I just, it's about 100% health for me. Look, I'm with Kimberly on this, and I get the idea that you want to have Dak play uh, at least before the bye week some so that he's not getting hit like a ton of bricks when he gets back. Mm -hmm. But, Chris, I I can't screw around here. I I don't, as, as good as Cooper Rush has been for the Cowboys, can I afford, if I'm Jerry Jones, if I'm Mike McCarthy, to put myself in a situation where Dak re-injures it and then I've got a much bigger problem for the rest of the season? What you have gotten with Cooper Rush is amazing. Mm. He's done a great job to keep you where you are. Yeah. I don't need to rush Dak back this week, next week. If, if you want to keep him sidelined through the bye, I have no problem with that. It doesn't sound like they're rushing him back, though, Carl. And when they gave the initial prognosis, it was four to six weeks after the surgery. We're in the sixth week. It's the time to bring him back. And if you have the opportunity to give him a soft place to land and shake off the rust, then why wouldn't you do that? Got to remember, this guy hadn't played football in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take some time and it's going to take some reps to get up to speed and to adjust to regular season tempo to operate the offense and be comfortable working past this injury. This is going to be something that he's dealing with for the rest of the season. So why not give him a soft place to land like the Lions or the Bears? Dak Prescott since 2019 is 12-1 against teams with losing records. So give give him an opportunity to do that because after the bye week, competition stiffens a little bit. You're going to Lambeau Field, Mm -hmm. and then you play three more teams after that that all have winning records. Mm -hmm. So let him take care of his business and get reacclimated against the Lions and the Bears, take a week off with the bye, and then he comes back fresh, ready to go for the stretch. But what you had to say in the middle there is what strikes the most with me, and that he's going to be dealing with this for the rest of the year. So if, if there's a chance that in two weeks or three weeks through the bye, I've already gotten where I've gotten. I'm confident I can win at least one of the next two games before the bye with Cooper Rush. Why wouldn't I want to eliminate or at least minimize as much as possible the effect that that's going to have for the stretch run of the year if I can get that through resting him some more? Well, Jerry's already come out and said that the risk of recurring injury is minimal right now. Yeah, because I what trust everything Jerry says. Well, I mean, we can only go on the information that we have. We're not going to get the doctor's reports. We're, we're not going to be able to talk to Dr. Cooper or Jim Maurer or Britt Brown, the athletic trainers down there. So we have to take Jerry for his word. And if, you know, the ex- extra week of rest is inconsequential in terms of the risk of, you know, re-injuring it, then why not bring him back? That's the point. Like, if he's saying that, we're not worried about him re-injuring the thumb now. It's just a matter of his comfort level and dealing with, you know, the pain as he's working himself back into playing shape. Then I don't see a problem with allowing him to go back out there and play against the Lions and the Bears. I just well, don't see it. So, but, but, so you're telling me that right now it's going to be exactly the same in terms of the pain and all that stuff that it would be three weeks from now. Like the healing process would not be much better if he waited until no, after no, the no, no, that's not. I'm not saying the healing process. What I'm saying is the risk of re-injuring it. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between those two. Okay, like he still might be dealing with some pain now, and it might be, you know, lesser as we're talking about two or three weeks down the road. But, but pain management is separate from re-injuring it. Right. No, but it, pain management also has to do with how effective he can be, and that's sure. my problem. Why do I throw him out there? And aside of getting your feet wet to get back. Okay, why do I throw him out there 
when he could be throwing ducks all over the place. I don't know what him well, he ain't trying throw, to he, manage that He ain't thing. throwing more ducks than what we saw Cooper Rush do against the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I, okay, but we both have established that the Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a team that did some real damage. Do we think yeah. that Cooper Rush in the next two weeks, considering how the Cowboys are playing right but, now. But you're being short-sighted. It's not just about the next two weeks. It's about the stretch run after the bye week. No, no, no. That's, that's what, what I'm what saying. That's what you have to prepare for. Because this is a team that has an opportunity to compete for a division title, but also the number one seed in the conference. I, for, that's, for, that's legitimate right uh, now based on that. where the Cowboys are I don't are know at. if it's legitimate Well, right who, now. who's the second best team in the NFC? I understand right that. Right now today, who is the second best team in the NFC? But they can't be the number one seed who? if they don't win the division, but, and but, I don't but, see them but, winning the division. Well, they still have a date with the Eagles in Dallas. That's going to happen. Do we think the Eagles are going to go undefeated? The, we, Do we think the Eagles are going to go undefeated? No. Okay, Do we think so the Eagles they, could go you know, 15 and 2? We do. Well, we I'm absolutely not, do. Well, well, here's the thing, though. The Cowboys have another crack at the Philadelphia Eagles. They have an opportunity to win a division. They do. But they're already technically two and a half games back, and we're only through six weeks of the season. Okay, and that goes away. That goes down to one if you're talking about getting the head-to-head win against them in your place. So what are we saying? Well, it, it only evens that up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what are we saying? It what we're saying here is, personally... I don't see the Cowboys winning this division. I think the Eagles are... So you punt on trying to compete for your division in week seven? I didn't say that. That's what you're saying. My my most important thing is that this quarterback is healthy because that's my only opportunity when I get to the tournament, when I get to the playoffs, to go and win. Look, I'll take my chances now in giving him a couple of more weeks if you're going to tell me that he is figured out how to throw the football with his pain management later in the year. He's more effective, and i got to go to Philadelphia uh, later in the postseason with a healthier Dak as opposed to maybe a 50 to 60% Dak. I'm good with that. I'll take my chance. Here's the thing. I I know Kimberly Martin compared Dak's injury to what we saw from Russell Wilson Mm. a couple of years ago. There was another guy that dealt with a similar injury a few years back. His name is Drew Brees. He missed five games. Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. Saints went 5-0 and during that time. Do you know how Drew Brees performed when he got back? Very well. Do, do, you, do you remember? Very well. Drew Brees played nine more regular season games mm-hmm. that year. He had a passer rating over 100 in seven of them. Mm-hmm. He had multiple touchdowns thrown in seven of them. Carlin, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that Dak's comeback could look a lot more like Drew Brees' than Russell Wilson's. And we also got to keep this in mind. Dak has missed how many games? Five. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees missed five. Russell Wilson missed three. Keep it in his proper perspective. Context matters. Okay, that's fair. But what I will say is that if he comes back this week and he does not look sharp, there is no need to play him. How can you? How can box. you say if he comes back this week and he doesn't look sharp? He hasn't I mean, played in a month and a half. He's not going to be sharp. You know what I mean. He's he, not going to be you'll sharp. You'll be able to tell the difference between being rusty and just not being effective. Let, let me rephrase it then. If he does not look effective by midway through the second half in the game this week, mm-hmm. I'm not playing him again before the bye. I'm not doing it. I need that guy. You're right. It's important for him to not be rusty going into the second half of the year. Yeah. But it's more important for him to be healthy going into the second half of the year. 
I would agree with that. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We are in for Greeny today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Up next, there are 10 teams right now. A third of the NFL that are three and three. Which of them actually has a real shot at the Super Bowl? Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin in for Greedy today on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Hit us up on the... Canty and Carlin slash Greeny hotline, the Dr. Pepper hotline at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What's just, the name of the hotline again? It, it's all of the above. Okay. It's the Dr. Pepper call-in it's line. It's the Dr. Pepper call-in line. The, With the Greeny, Canty and Carlin. And the Greeny, the Greeny slash Canty and Carlin ESPN radio. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Interesting. ESPN app call-in right. line. I mean, if yeah. we're going to have that many names, we've got to come up with some kind of acronym, right? I think the phone lines are lit up after that intro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we were just talking before we came back to the break. I, I've just got an absolute killer this Sunday. So my wife and I were out in California this past weekend for my niece's wedding. It's just an awesome time. And I came back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. My wife is uh, from the West Coast, from California. And uh, she stayed out there for her college reunion this weekend. And seeing all of her friends. So she's driving up the coast and having a great time. Talked to her last night. Nice. She booked a flight to come home. And it lands at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. So in the witching witching hour of the 1 o'clock games and ahead of the 4 o'clock games. Yes. And there is an expectation that I will be picking her up at the airport. Oh, that's definitely going to interrupt your NFL Sunday. It's not going to interrupt. It's going to blow One up. One could argue, destroy. No because question. I live an hour from the airport. 
Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Now, is this a situation where you would invest in a car service so you don't have to disrupt that? See, I would. I don't have a problem doing that. Sure. Or a, an Uber. Happy yeah. to do that. It's about 85 bucks, something that's like that's that. That's not terrible. I can deal with that. It's just the implication that comes with it. Like, after a week of not seeing her, you can't come to the airport and pick me up. You don't want to see me. You're not excited that I'm back home. Exactly. There are all of those questions that aren't really questions. Right. And, and Canty, you just got married. I didn't just get married last weekend in California. I've been married for 15 years. So you know how this goes. Well, my point is 15 years should buy me a little bit of leeway. And I, I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to turn to the two unmarried members of the hashtag crew in Nuno and Bubba to get their take on this. I, why I'm doing this, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just because I want somebody else to back me up here. Boys, uh, Nuno, you first. Your reaction to hearing that I have to pick up my wife 3.30 on Sunday so, at the airport. So... It just doesn't affect your marriage, your decision. It also affects your relationship with your radio partner because guess what has to happen now? Scanty has to pick up the slack for you on Monday well, because you were you might have missed something because you were in the car. So now, like, now it affects him. So he has to... I mean, he's used to it anyway, carrying wow. the extra weight uh, wow. when it comes to well, you. Not only that, you not only insulted my knowledge, but you insulted my weight in there, you too. Did. It was you a fat it. joke, it's really bad. Absolutely in there. acceptable well, I tell you job, what, I knew You that. know, we are awfully empowered, aren't we, since we lost our 100 pounds, aren't we? Yes, I think we are. Feeling good. But uh, I, I'm saying, listen, it's a conversation you, just, you need to have with your wife and just be like, hey, she should know better, right? Like, you need to watch the games. Hey, my, car service the no, no, there's no way you can go to your wife and say you should know better. But there's no, no, there's no shot. But I actually, he's not wrong in this case. Go ahead. Because my wife is a huge sports fan. Sure. Huge sports fan. So if you're married to someone, uh, man or woman, who is not a big sports fan, that can be problematic. Well, and, that's and that's my situation, and I think you're looking at it the wrong way because my wife is not a big sports fan. She she loves basketball, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Like, she'll sit down and watch the occasional football game. Baseball, it's not happening. But here's the beautiful thing about what we do. When I'm watching sports, I can say this is for my job, and no, yeah. one, and no one is the wiser. Yeah. She doesn't know that I can catch up with the highlights on YouTube. Well, I guess I'm telling her now. Catch up with the highlights on YouTube and read the game recaps and all of those different things. Even if you don't watch the game in totality, okay. But, let but me ask your you wife this. does know that because uh, she, she's she been with you for fifteen years. She does know and that. She's seen behind the curtain and knows all the tricks. And she wants to watch, but she wants to watch the games with me. Yet, so this is why this this understanding of me picking her up is a little bit befuddling. Yeah, because it, it kind of came out of nowhere, and that's that's what surprises me. Here's the other thing: Are you going to be watching something else during the week? that you wouldn't necessarily be watching, but you will be watching it with your wife because you have those other things that you have to do. Yes, but there is also the understanding between my wife and I that if she's flying in, there's going to be a car service that's picking it up because I'm not driving to the airport for nobody. All right, but you're 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 sending her a you know an SUV no, no, with no, everything I'm send, in it. I'm, send, I'm sending her an Uber, just like you're talking about sending for your wife, <laughs> Bubba. I didn't get your take. I I need to know because at times I find you to be the voice of reason here. Sure. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a very simple solution. You, 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 you drive. You go down there. But 
you turn on ESPN Radio because from 1 to 5, we're going to be airing game day with the Cornets, and they're going to get caught up on all the action. So you can be listening to all the action, find out what's going on, and be caught up on all the NFL action by tuning into game day Sunday, ESPN Radio. See, Love the plug, Bubba. Look yeah. at that. Two birds, one stone. His aim is amazing. He's a company man, and he it's well done, and I would be doing that. Like That would be kind of a given in this situation. I mean, I'm going to pay attention as much as I can that way, and obviously I'll be doing that. No, man, the solution is send the car service, send the Uber, whatever you want to do in that regard. Stay at home, enjoy your NFL Sunday, and you deal with the backlash the rest of the couple, (laughs) the next couple of weeks. That, that right there, that is how I know you just just got married. You just deal with the backlash. 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 You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Oh, you wait. You just wait. What do you mean? Until somebody tells you for the first time, nah, just don't worry about it. You'll deal with the backlash later. Let me tell you something. Uh You will deal with the backlash later. More than you even realize. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.